there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. How's everybody doing? Good. How are you? Doing well. You just assumed that everybody at home listening to us was good. I hope they're doing well. They should be. It's been an all right week for everybody. An all right week? I mean, it's it, been a busy week. It's been busy for us. Like, exhausting. We're, we were exhausted. Exactly. Exhausting. All right. So what's going on? Well, if you check out the blog this week, we've got the scoop on how you can get Hamilton tickets. That is right, friends. Monday night, I was there as they made the big announcement of the PNC Broadway in Pittsburgh shows at the Cultural Trust um, Benenum and Hines Hall. There's some amazing shows coming next year. I saw there's a Hamilton lot. was just like the tip of the ice. Yeah, Ham- Hamilton's gonna be for a month. That's the biggest name one coming in. Yeah, I'm excited for Fiddler on the Roof. Dear Evan Hansen was also a very big one that's coming in. Um, the Book of Mormon is also coming back for a special tea show, as well as this year's Christmas show as Elf. That's awesome. Yeah. Hi, I'm Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> um. And um, Come From Away, which is really a great, great story. So that's like one of the ones that I'm like most interested in seeing because it is a um, story about 9-12, the day after 9-11, in the town of Gander, Newfoundland, where um, 35 planes were grounded after 9-11. And, and they had to take people into their homes. Yes, it was a crazy, crazy story. And in the midst of it was the very first female captain of American Airlines. Like, yeah. in the midst of all that craziness. So, um, and it, it one of the storylines in it is her story. If yeah. You can believe it or not. So, well, I think that's, that's really kind of cool. That's, I think that's, that's really, 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 really neat, so, what else is going on? Um, also, on the blog this week, we'll probably have a review of Studio AM. This is now twice I've been to brunch there in the last month. Yeah, so I you... may have said it's a new addiction. Well, and East the Food's awesome, and Chef Steve is doing some great things out there. I have not been yet. You've been twice with our friend, um... Tasha. The food tasters. For the food tasters. She's, you, you two have been there and enjoy it quite often. And it's a BYOB it's very, too. It's inspirational <laughs> is what it is. That is inspirational. Like you sit there surrounded by this art and there's great music going and like you eat this great food and all of a sudden your wheels start turning and all of a sudden you go home and you're like filled with a million and a half good ideas. That's how it goes. So, very, very interesting. Um, that's about it. Uh, I haven't had too much else. So, do you want to slide right into what we're drinking? Because I can't seem to get you to stop Googling it for five seconds to have this conversation with me. I am having a good conversation with you. We got, I mean, other things going on. I mean, with Bold Pittsburgh is we have um, definitely Bold Sports we're going to be recording later this evening. Uh-huh. Um, 
few things come up, and I'll mention in our events uh, that we'll come up with. That's a little bit of a sporting event there. Uh, we'll take care of that. Uh, but we got a lot going on. I mean, we're, baseball season starts tomorrow. <laughs> the Pirates home opener is next week, but <laughs> baseball opener is tomorrow. So you have that to look forward to, folks. Um, if you've listened to any of us, we're not excited about Pirates season this year. Ever again. Uh, for a while. You know. But yeah. Um, so yeah. Studio AM now. I, mean, I gotta get out there with you. I wanna go I wanna go to Broadway. I gotta get a Sunday to be able to go. It's hard for me. Yeah, right now it is hard for you. Um, alright, so what are you drinking tonight? Little shout out. I will say, here's the greatest thing about Pittsburgh in social media. If you are a beer, you're a brewer, or you are in the brewery industry or the beer industry, your greatest asset is to answer a tweet. So this beer came out on last Saturday, and I was working a double, as well as you were. Yes. And we missed the release of it. And I was so frustrated because I just wanted to get you this beer so you could drink it on the air. So I sent out one lonesome tweet to East End Brewery. And I said, is there any left? And they said, yes, we'll see you soon, basically, was the tweet back. Pretty much. So um, I drove out there the next morning. After I left Studio AM, it was a 20-minute drive over to East End uh, Brewing. So what do you have in front of you, dear sir? We have East End's 2018 release of Gratitude, which if you have drank beer in the city of Pittsburgh, especially craft beer in the last... Was it 15 years? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Scott, how long have you been around? 2004, he opened the brewery. 2004. So I, just start, I just read a stat on it this morning. Okay, so 2004, we're in 18, right? So that's what, 2004, 14 is 10. 14, 14 yeah, years. 14 years. If you've been anywhere in Pittsburgh and drank really good beer and craft beer in Pittsburgh, uh, you know East End Brewing. Uh, their, their mainstay is the Big Hop. Uh, they do Fat Gary. They do... Um, Cole, what's the, what's the one, uh, the snow melt, uh-huh. um, pedal pale ale, which is awesome. Um, several other brews that, uh, they do out there. Some that are brewery releases only. You can't find them anywhere else, which is what's fun about going to breweries. Um, <laughs> now the gratitude is one that they release, uh, once a year from the brewery in bottles. Uh, and when they first started it, they had a woman that worked, uh, <laughs> out there and she's a nice artist and her name is where's is it at where's it at where's it at mary uh uh tremont um she did um the artwork on the labels that they did it's a wheat pasted paper overwrap over top of the 750 um bottles that they did and she did the first artwork on it, and then she's done this kind of the artwork on that afterwards and so forth. They had her back this year to do another um, wrap bottle, which was awesome. There's a few years I think that they didn't do it that she was not available. Um, and we got bottle number ninety four out of two hundred. We did okay. I didn't look at the number on it. Yep, there's a number on it. 
Okay, so we have bottle 94 out of 200 of the paper wrapped bottles. Uh, and we also have a bottle of the regular label, which is a 22 ounce um, bottle. Uh, so the, the paper wrap bottles are 750 bottles, slightly bigger. Um, not much, but slightly. So we decided we we're going to open the regular labeled bottle tonight because we think we can get more of these. We can't get more of the, um, the, paper, the paper wrap bottles. They were down to four when I got there. Right. Um, also, Sunday. also, uh, they have done a bourbon barrel age gratitude that's in cans, um, as well. Uh, regular gratitudes in bottles and the nostalgic, uh, bill billers among you, uh, a small round of the gratitude bottles and our handcrafted screen wheat pasted paper over wrap. Um, so yeah, so they released three different bottles, two different styles, uh, the regular barley wine as well as the bourbon barrel aged barley wine. And uh, don't hold me to it, but I believe that the bourbon barrel aged barley wine is in a Wiggle Whiskey bourbon barrel. So, Amanda does not like barley wines. Nope, why sorry. Does, why does Amanda not like barley wines? Uh, it's something about the taste of them is too, like, like it's too whiny. Well, yeah, so you get that instant nice hop note of it. With barley wines, as they age, you can age barley wines for years. Uh, I think five years is the max I've had one. But um, Scott, the owner of East End Brewing, says that his favorite uh, to, way to drink gratitude is either fresh or between two to three years old. So uh, we have that bottle downstairs. I'm going to age it for a while. I'm going to be a good boy and not touch it. <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts, folks. Mm. So you get this nice hot note in the front. You're going to get um, caramel. You get caramel. Uh, you're going to get... I do get brown sugar. <laughs> you're reading the ingredients and what made you stop. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Yeah, I'm reading like the, the different things with it. And so we're, mainly with barley wine, your, your major characteristics on a barley, barley wine is going to be like a burnt caramel plum and okay. grape are like your major characteristics and then they go out from there this one definitely does have the good fruit it does have that caramel it does have a little burntness to it it is a little sweet to start it is a fresh one uh it is fresh barley wine so um mm, yeah really good maltiness to it okay a little sweetness Yep, and the burnt caramels on the back side as it goes down. Interesting. Um, now, I'm interested to see how the barrel aged is, but we only have one of those, and until I find out if I can get more, I'm not going to open that one for a while. Um, so what would you eat with this? Um, Tell me a food pairing. A uh, Hawaiian barbecue Pork or ham? Ooh, it is Easter, so like pineapple ham is like yeah. Like I would get in, done. like I would get into this would be good with like you know how your dad at Easter always did the ham with the cloves and the pineapple and yep. the cherry glaze. Mm -hmm. I think this would go really good with that. Uh, also, like a um, a tangy a tangy fruit barbecue sauce, mm. like roasted like a pork loin or whatever roasted uh, with that. 
I would go with that. Uh, it drinks great by itself. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm cupping my hands around it to warm it up a little bit. Uh, I think it's a little too too chilled right now. Bring it up in temp. I'd, I'd suggest serving this at like 50 degrees, 57 degrees. I pulled out of the fridge. That's so, so scientific of you. Yes. Well, I mean, there's certain things you got to do with that. <laughs> uh, but no, the, the, it, it's a great brew. And, you know, East End, it's, it's a big release. For them, like Amanda said, unfortunately, we were unable to get out there on Saturday and wait in line and hang out and talk with other people that are interested in the beer. You got out after Studio AM and you were one of like four or five people in a brewery, right? There was a set of dudes and a set of girls. Like the girls were having a girls afternoon and the dudes were just chilling out, like drinking beer. Um, there was two people that just came in to grab like six packs to go. Um... But I kind of just specifically drove out there to get this beer. And I had never been to East End. So that was I your actually first time made there. It, yeah, so I actually made it a point to get and take some pictures and and, and I, so on and so forth. And the funny part is is when Amanda texted me, she said, I, I was at work uh, on, on Sunday when she was there. And I, I worked early till like early early in the morning to like early in the evening early in the late afternoon or early evening how are you gonna look at it and i had a few moments to stop and check my phone and said facebook updates and i ch just checked the updates i didn't like and i see amanda posted i'm like huh and i see the bold pittsburgh post i'm like okay and i see she was at east end brewing and she had the the wrap bottle the bottle that i'm drinking right now with the regular stick on label is still wax dipped and then the can, and then an East End glass that was on, like, a picnic table outside the brewery with, like, this bright, beautiful blue sky and the sun behind it. It was a beautiful day on Sunday. What do you want me it to was. say? It was. And she takes this picture, and she posts it to the Bold Pittsburgh Facebook page and the Instagram and the Twitter and her own personal page. And all I thought was, did she ask Scott for props, or is this actually coming home to us? Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, am I going to have to like really give her hugs? And did she bring all this home, or is it like props, and then I get like one of them? Which I would have been quite happy with just one. Um, no, little did much. he know, I went and bought a lot. And I, and I thank you very much for The for East End glass me. was something that was just like, we don't have an East End glass. I don't glass. have an East End glass. We, I'm not drinking out collect... of the East End glass tonight because barley wine is supposed to be drank out of a sniffer. Um, yeah, and I bought you kind of uh, one of those interesting like canned yeah, glasses. It's the case, it's but the... I liked what it said on the back of it. It said like full beer. Then it said half full, half empty. And then it said buy a friend a beer or something right. at the bottom. I really liked that. I thought it was catchy. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like... That I could see us sitting around in the summertime drinking beer out of it and like. Yeah, I have, a, I have a, a an evil twin glass that's that shape. That's yeah. that can shape. That mm -hmm. is I like good, that shape. So. But, um, you know, and I had two and they gave me some stickers and some stuff. So I was like, you know, it was my nice first trip out there. I took some pictures. I walked around, checked it out a little bit. I thought it was kind of cool. Awesome. And uh, Scott, hopefully you listen to this and you like my assessment of it. If you don't like my assessment of it, please let me know. And um, make me drink more beer to get the more flavors and characteristics. Because I'll be quite happy to do so, sir. Um, uh, also, uh, thank you, East End. You've always been a, a great uh, uh, proponent of ours. Always a great supporter. Um, all right. And you wrote Where to Eat. And you took out my favorite new food. 
Yes, I put where to oh eat. Oh my god! Okay, so where to eat and where to drink. We're gonna couple this both because this is how kind of like a crazy weekend Amanda and I had. Uh, I worked Saturday. You worked Saturday, and it was late and whatnot. Actually, no, it was Friday. We didn't do anything Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was Friday. Uh, I got done at like eight. You got done at like seven. I got to, anyway, whatever time we got done, it was the Penguin game was almost over. So she's like, I'm hungry. You hungry? I'm like, yeah. She goes, what do you want to eat? I'm like, something more than just a local bar down the street and something more than sheets. So we went to BRGR, and the one closest to us is in the gallery at Mount Lebanon. But, of course, you have BRGR downtown. Son of a bitch, the Capitals just scored to tie it up. Um, oh and right Yeah, sorry, we're watching a hockey game. It's, play, it's almost playoff season. And... Um, so we have Focus. the BRGR in, in East Liberty, in Shadyside, uh, the BRGR downtown, Cranberry, with Galleria now. Is there another one? Isn't, oh, wait, wait, there's one in PNC Park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, no, Burgatory is in. Yeah. In so, the, the, so the BRGR, I prefer BRGR over Burgatory. You kind of like both. So you're okay with either. Yeah, I'm okay with either one. I, I prefer. However, knowing that they serve this burger sways me. Right. Uh, so we we're just like, let's go to BRGR. We can sit at the bar and have some beers. They have really good beer selection. Uh, the one in the gallery has 20 beers on tap. The one mm-hmm. downtown on a short day, they only have like eight or nine. Um, they all have very location, however many beers they have on tap. They have a good whiskey selection, nice cocktail selection. You can build your own burger, which is what I pretty much do. Uh, this time I went for the bison burger. Uh, mm-hmm. I did a bison burger with a fried egg and some cheese and some bacon and a nice brioche bun. And you saw this on their menu and was like, oh my God. And you're like, there's only so many restaurants in Pittsburgh that are serving this right now. Yeah. And you first had it at Smallman Galley. At Provision. No, at Federal Galley. Federal Galley. Yes. Federal Galley. Provision. So... If you follow me specifically on social media, you know that I also write for Local Pittsburgh, um, the magazine and website about art and food and basic, like, fun. Um, A few weeks back, I was able to go to Provision and try the Impossible Burger. So this is only served at, like, two or three spots around Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Provision being one of them, BRGR being the other, and then we just found out Mindful Brewing is serving it also. Yes. Um, so what the Impossible Burger is, it is a plant-based burger. They do hemoglobin, which is the heme, uh, which is basically the iron out of every, every living organism. They mix that in with potatoes, rice, and some other vegetables, and make a patty. This patty looks extremely like ground beef. Like, I mean, I took pictures of it. I looked at it, and I'm skeptical. I took a smidget of a bite of the burger only that you had at BRGR, and I was like, it's not bad. But I only had a nibble. It looks like ground beef. It forms like ground beef. Like you can make a new patty. Restaurants can only order two different ways. They can either order a five pound like chunk of it and then form their own patties or they can order the patties which are like separated by wax paper the whole bit. Um, 
A lot of restaurants go for the five pound bulk because of the bun size that they use. Like for instance, Provision has really um, shorter, like like smaller buns, like rounder buns. So he likes to make his own patties so that the bun fits it better. Um, but anyways, as part of this, I've become addicted to this burger. So another part of it is too is that the protein and the hemoglobin actually causes it to um, crust, like actually like have a nice sear to it. So you don't have this whole like there's not mushiness to it like a turkey burger. There's but it's like crunchy and it's got this nice like there's a there's a specific word for it, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. It's in my article, um, but. This burger I've become addicted to. So, like, it's all I want to eat now. Like, I look for it on menus and stuff. Even though I know there's only three places in Pittsburgh that serve it. I, like, want this burger so badly. So much I was talking about it at lunch today, and I was so hungry for one afterwards. Well, again, I, I also mentioned Mindful Brewing in here because we went to Mindful Brewing on Sunday night. Because, again, I work Sunday daytime. Amanda was off. And then afterwards, I came home and showered and changed. And she's like, where do you want to go? And I threw out like four options. And she looked online and said, this one's closed. This one has a wait. This one says we're open. And this one says, come on in. I'm like, all right, well, let's, this one's closer to home. Let's go there. So we went to Mindful, which we could actually walk to if we wanted to. Um, and I have. Um, and Amanda is like, no, we're just going to drive. And we went down and walked in, and you're like, oh, my God, the Impossible Burger's here, too. Should I have two Impossible Burgers in the same weekend? And you voted not to. You you went with the... What did you have? It was a chicken sandwich. It wasn't very good. I'm sorry. There was no flavor to it. It's okay. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's their fault. I did have... I have a feeling they're having some... We, we talked to the there. chef and then we talked to the chef and they're getting some people in and out but anyway i did have the co um the cod sandwich it was a special that evening a, um, i mean all the other time we've been to mindful it's been amazing food. yeah it's just this last time it was unflavorful so i kind of did and my bacon was burnt hmm. which kind of made it not very tasty to eat the rest of the sandwich it just was a very messy sandwich, so I am okay with the fact that I just didn't want to eat it. I'm sorry. It's not I mean, your fault. No, I know, but I feel bad because I chose there, and now we're giving them I a had, like, bad review at some place we like. <laughs> it's not that I'm giving them a bad review. Honestly, you have to give them a couple shots. Out yeah. of the out of the five or six times I've been there, I've had one bad experience. I, and out of the handful of times I've been there, I've had no bad experiences. Um, and I love the cocktails there, and I love the beer. They do have the it's cocktails. Just, they are pre-batched oh cocktails, and you'd think, oh, yeah. pre-batched cocktails. No, they don't skimp on the booze, y'all. No, that raspberry cocktail. Who had two of those in a half of a beer, and I was feeling nice. Yeah, you had a two of those in a sample of a beer. I had a full beer and two um, of the Wiggle um, Old Fashions. It has like, yeah. Lush. Lush, no, we both came You're home. You're lush. We both came home and sat on the couch, and I don't think we made it to the end of the news. No, that's right. We did fall asleep by yeah. like 11.45. We ran day. ourselves ragged that weekend, though. But anyway, oh my gosh. Mindful Brewing, barring Amanda's an unflavorful fried chicken sandwich, um, we've never really... That's the only bad thing The caramel thing apple burger is there. amazing there. The caramel apple burger is awesome. But anyways, 
The Impossible Burger. If you are a person who is watching what they eat, which I'm wavering in between watching what I eat and not watching what I eat as I mount on like a munch on a bag of chocolates here all day. I am like a borderline watching what I eat right now. And I've really become addicted to this burger because I'm like, oh, I can. Well, so now we got to get down to Federal Galley and we know BRGR. So if you want this, we can make this happen once a week because it's not that expensive. It's not like it's a $30 burger. No, it's more expensive depending on where you go because the the meat's more expensive. So like Federal Galley does an upcharge of two. They'll make any of their burgers on the menu it. But they do an upcharge of two dollars. Um, right. I believe BRGR was charging it as make your own as a ten dollar burger. And mindful, I don't know what their price was on it. I don't know either. It was on their specials board. So I mean, it is what it is. I mean, so far, hands down, provision wins it. If you want me to be honest with you, there's something about his burgers that are just like amazing. And uh, oh, and another thing too is the, about the Impossible Burger. It does it involve cows in any way? Nor does it involve. Um, it's, it loses. It's, it's it uses. Free. It meets free, but it also doesn't use grass, and it also doesn't use. Um, this is gonna sound weird, but it uses like seventy nine percent less water. So is this a vegan option burger? Pretty much. I want to say I think it is. But the deal is the real deal is is that it uses seventy five percent less water. And less, like, energy. So, and produces less waste, like, water waste and, like, that extra waste. Which, we were talking about this. I was talking to the chef uh, um, at Provision about it. Do you know how much waste, like, a restaurant creates? Not just food waste, but I'm talking, like, water waste. And we're talking cardboard. We're talking, like shavings of food oh. that get thrown away. Like, a restaurant is a very wasteful business. It really is. Um, it is. There's a lot of waste. Trust me, 30 years in a restaurant? I know. I mean, between back of the house when I was a kid, you know, washing dishes and everything. Oh, I, there's cardboard, paper, plastic, um, metal. <laughs> So this burger, this Impossible Burger, when you throw it onto the grill, you basically just have to use a spray bottle and spray it with water. And that's it. And that's just to, like, moisten the grill. Like, don't use an oil. Don't use any. Or you can use olive oil, I'm sure. But it probably won't even taste the same. But, like, honestly, I just watched a chef, like, use a spray bottle. Like, he used a squirt bottle of water. And he squirted some water on it, and then he flipped and, like, squirted some more, and that was it. Hmm. Like, way less water than what you would use cleaning the grill afterwards and, like, you know, all that other stuff. So, honestly. It's good. Just, it's really cool. Uh, and, of course, we said where to drink, too. Just we, we don't forget about in, those. We coupled that in with Mindful and BRG. That's where we went this weekend. I know we've talked about them before, but... Um, you know, they're, they're good, great spots. Mindful is a brewery. I mean, they have their own beer on tap. They have several other beers from other outstanding um, higher-end breweries, uh, as well as their co- cocktails on draft and wine on draft as well. Uh, they do have wine by the bottle, 
uh, and then you also have 800 different bottles to pick from in a bottle selection uh, for to drink there or carry out. So, mm -hmm. uh, and then of course BRGR, all their locations have a great cocktail selection and boozy milkshakes. Boozy milkshakes. You pass up boozy milkshakes. You had a boozy milkshake. I had the salted caramel one. Yes, and I will say She's like we were talking about it. Caramel we were talking about it at work the next day. We were talking about it at work the next day, and it was so funny because one of the guys at work was, was like, "It's so funny because you get it and you think." In your mind, like mentally, you're about to drink a milkshake. He goes, and then you take the first sip, and all you taste is alcohol. And I'm like, that's exactly it. I took the first sip, and all I tasted was like caramel and, and bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> and I was like, but I drank the entire thing. Mm. And I was like, that was such you a did. Best. You mm -hmm. did. Yeah, salted caramel, uh, boozy milkshake. It was amazing. All right. Well, we are going to take a break, and we'll be back with events going around in the city this week so stay tuned we'll be right back do you like professional wrestling want your discussions no holds barred check out wrestlingmayhemshow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle all right and we are back with events this weekend in the city here's the deal it's easter fucking weekend <laughs> it is so bad on the event scale like i don't even know where so be so let me tell you here's your major event for easter weekend <laughs> eat uh, <laughs> you're gonna end up at a brunch somewhere and if you haven't made reservations a month or so ago you're screwed you're beat uh also expect to spend some time at said brunch with reservations um don't expect to be in and out uh, especially if it's a sit-down brunch um, compared to a buffet. The buffet, you can kind of go in your own time. Space it out. And space it out and so forth. Also, be respectful. Or tell Grandma to hurry up and eat. And be respectful to your servers and bartenders on Easter brunch. Nobody wants to work brunch, let alone Easter brunch. Uh, <laughs> um, I will tell you, too, something like um, there was just this. We were listening, I was listening to the radio the other morning. There is literally no joke. We are like the sixth in the nation for most money spent on Easter. Really? And one of the um, criteria for it was the amount spent on brunch in restaurants. And we're like, well, that's no shit, Sherlock, because like everybody goes out for lunch. At, for brunch on for Easter. For brunch on yeah. Easter. So like that was one of the criteria that made it like us like number sixth in the nation. For cities that spend the most on Easter. That's, yeah, I can see that. Also, I've been seeing, like, things on my, on Facebook and my friends and stuff. Like, what, hap what happened to, like, get an Easter basket full of candy? Now there's, like, gifts and presents and stuff. Hey, no, no, no. Go out for an Easter. There's Easter egg hunts all over. Churches and different, like, VFWs and stuff. And uh, schools and different organizations have Easter egg hunts. Families have Easter egg hunts in their yard and houses. It's a family day. If you do the whole church thing, that's up to you. Have fun with that. Um, you know, uh, it, it's a family day. Uh, it's unfortunate that I feel it's a sleep day. Yeah, Amanda and I will probably treat it as a sleep day because they were actually both off Easter. We will probably not do anything but sleep. Do you know what? Day. Do you know what big event is going on Easter Sunday? You're gonna say something about golf. Well, besides the Shell Houston Open, um, the Pens play the Capitals. 
at on home Easter on Easter Sunday afternoon. Oh my God! NBC. So you go to brunch, then you go to Penn's game, no, no, no. and then the you Penn's go home and during make brunch. The Penn's game is during brunch. Penn's game is twelve thirty. Okay, so go to an early brunch, go to the Penn's game, then go home and cook dinner. No, it's called you skip church, go to the Penn's game, and then cook dinner. Oh my, that's yeah. too much. Um, it's a big, important game, too. And we're going to talk about that in Bolt Sports after this. But, in the meantime, also going on, one more sports-related thing that we want to tell you about. River Hounds, our Pittsburgh soccer team, over there on the South Shore at Highmark Stadium. Uh, they have their home opener this Saturday. Um, I hope it doesn't snow. I know. Well, they're talking about snow. Um, <laughs> but it's soccer, and those guys play in anything except lightning. I so, guess. I don't think they're more rugged than football players, are they? If you ask a true soccer fan, they're a lot tougher than football players. Whatever. But anyway, they uh, those the guys, uh, the Riverhounds, are going to have a kickoff, uh, I believe it's 7 o'clock Saturday evening. Uh, for their first home opener against, um, I have to look it up. <laughs> I, I, bad sports news. Bad sports news. Bad sports news. I, I have those notes on the other side of me. Uh, well, but again, listen to Bold Sports, and we'll tell you all about that coming up. Matt's the big soccer guy on that group uh, with me on that. So Rent is at Heinz Hall this weekend too. Rent's at Heinz Hall this weekend, and I think next through the week. first. Nope, just, oh, through, just, the first. just through the first. That's it. Short run. Boom, out of there. It was what Tuesday through through Monday. Mm-hmm. That was no the twenty seventh. So yesterday through Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yep, that's it. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday through Monday. That's uh, it. If you haven't seen Rent, it's an awesome show. I've seen it here in Pittsburgh at the Benham, and I've also seen it on Broadway in New York City. Um, it is a phenomenal show. Uh, this is like the 22nd year for it. Uh, I think it's the 20th year total of it traveling and the 22nd year total, um, which is all, which is, it, it's a great show. Everybody knows the song, uh, the main song in there. It's, uh, 500, uh, 500,000. I forget the exact number. But oh my how, gosh. How many like... minutes are in the year? Um, yes. but yes. Um, also, if you want to go see another play, uh, Heisenberg is still on through the 8th. And we went to Heisenberg. We did. What an really, interesting it play. It was very interesting. If you if you are offended by foul language, don't go. Um, yeah, you fucker. Yeah, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, we totally had a blast. It's an interesting, interesting story. Um, but it is playing through the 8th, and tickets, honestly, only start around 30 bucks. so really, you have no reason not to And go. this show's in the round? Yeah, so they have more seats open by, like, six rows or something like that. Three rows. Twelve total. Twelve total rows. Well, no, four, three four. in the back. They usually have ones on the side, and then all the way up. Yeah. But these, now they added three rows to the back, so you honestly have more places to see it. It was pretty cool. We saw it in the back, which was really neat. Out. It was kind of a different thing. It was a different angle for us, definitely. Yeah. It was it was really cool. Uh, we liked it. Uh, again, it's a two-person play, and mm-hmm. it's not very long. What was it, about an hour? Yeah, 45 an hour, minutes to an hour? hour and a half. Hour and 50 I don't minutes. even think it was an hour, but anyway. Um, also, since it is cold break week, guess what's free? Carnegie Art Museum is free. 
Actually, it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So is it just the art museum, not the art museum and natural history, or is it that whole one? It's the Carnegie Art Museum. So just the art part of that museum. Of that museum is free. We got a new toy for the house. That kind of just went off. So we, um, so the other half of. The Carnegie. Oh my goodness. Siri, stop. Siri, we're done. Stop, Siri. Oh my gosh, right now. Stop, Siri. No, Siri. So anyways, sorry. We got a new toy for the house. <laughs> I don't know where she got her name coming from anything that we were saying. So, uh... It, Carnegie Art Museum is the only part that's free. If you want to go to the Natural Muse- Natural History Museum, you have to pay for that part. On Saturday at Grist House, barbecue and brews from 2 to 4.30. This is Spork Pit, Evil Swine, and Rowdy, I want to say. Hold on, I have the event. It's all going to be at Spork Pit at um, Grist House. So this is kind of like, I want to go. So I'm going to try my hardest to go. I think you're off work. I think you can go. I am off of work. So, no, I'm sorry. It's Pittsburgh Smokehouse, Evil Swine, and Spork Pit. March 31st, 2 to 4. Judges pass $20 sold at gate. Pass includes a Grist House bowl beer, two rib bones, and a side from each truck. And also a chance to win a Grist House swag bag. So we were actually just out this evening with our friend Doug from Yin's Love Barbecue. And he's going to try to make the event, but he's not sure. He just found out that he's having some family come into town. So that might have thrown a monkey wrench into his Saturday afternoon. But um, he's quite excited for it. He's He said he's had definitely Spork Pit and he's had... Uh, Pittsburgh Smokehouse. uh, Pittsburgh Smokehouse? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, definitely raves both about those two. Spork Pit. um, We've had. I've had Spork Pit. We've had Spork Pit. Yeah. uh, As well. So, Saturday afternoon, get down to Grist House. I mean, I I will... Two and a half hours doesn't seem like a very long time. That's the only problem I have. You're like... With it, I'm like, wow. Like, that's a small amount of time. Um, Also, with... uh, that is the other morning when I walked out of the house and we were going to work. I stopped on the steps. You're like, what are you stopping for? What do you see in the woods? I'm like, no, smell it. You're like, what kind of... I'm like, I can smell it. Like, you can smell springs trying to break through. Like, my grass is starting to green up and it's starting to... It's starting. To, you to have grow to a little it. bit. Um, you know, like tonight I'm out there. I can smell spring tonight on the porch. It's It's that hazy fog and it's... Slightly warm and humid out, but it's still cold, but it's it's humid, so it's making it warmer. Um, you know, I, spring's right here. I bought golf balls, so spring better be freaking here. You're hilarious <laughs> right now. What does that have to do with barbecue and brews? Because barbecue and brews is spring and summer. That's like, boom. All like, right, all right. I'll right, give it to the there. It is also the last weekend for fish fry. Last Friday. And... 
double and some check. of the Fridays are, and some of the churches are not open this Friday because it's Good Friday. So you do have to Correct. check with your local church or VFW to make sure they are doing it this Friday. Um, I did not go to any fish fries this year. I didn't either. We we've, we've been way too busy on Fridays. So yeah, not really happy with myself. I'm not, I'm happy not a good girl right now. Uh, I usually support at least two churches over this time over this season and I don't. I didn't this year. Yeah, I you know, very, it's a very whole, busy. It's that whole damn job thing we have. No. All right, American Spirits is still playing is still an exhibit at Heinz History Center. Through June 9th, so if you're looking for something rainy day to kind of do, it's a really, really, really cool exhibit um, about the rise and fall of Prohibition. You can go and learn how to dance to Charleston. You can hang out in the speakeasy. Also, I know it's a little bit late and you might not hear this in time, but on the 29th, um, and there's a few other dates coming up before June too, they're going to have um, 21 and overnight in the speakeasy. Oh, with Wigga Whiskey. Oh! So, they actually built a mini speakeasy inside of the, the museum. Inside of the exhibit. So, there's a couple round tables. There's some jazz music playing. And there's like a faux bar. Well, they're going to have 21 and overnights in there. And Wigga uh, Whiskey's going to be in there to serve Wiggle. I'm down with that. So, it's actually pretty cool. You do have to like knock on the door in the one part to go through it to actually like go into the speakeasy part. But it's um, it was pretty neato, and they're gonna have twenty one and overnights. The first, this one is coming up as the 29th, so you have to go to their, the website to check out when they all are. All right, I think we're gonna go for our last break then, and we're gonna come back for if he said, she said, and the ten sex mistakes people make in their thirties. So stay tuned after the break for that. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, and we are back with He Said, She Said. Okay, so let me pull up this article. So 10 sex mistakes people make in their 30s. Trying to go all night. Other than pulling a muscle. Pulling muscles. So should we disclose how old we are? Um, short, just short of 40. Yes, you would be 39. I'm under, I'm over 39 under 40, so yeah, I'm just short of 40. Okay, no, you have a whole other year before you're 40. You have until next February. 11 months. Okay, calm down. 12 months. You're too young for a midlife crisis, I'll put it to you. I know, I can't have that till 45. Uh, no, because at 45, I'm not up for you banging hookers and buying a sports car. Well, I mean, think about it. I If I make it the next 10 months to 40, do you really think I'm going to live to 80? So, I mean, technically my midlife crisis should have been at like 35. <laughs> Considering? Shush. I know where you're going with that. Shush. <laughs> Was I your midlife crisis? Shush. I was your midlife crisis? No, you were not. Oh my god, I was. No, you aren't. Finding your high school girlfriend on Facebook wasn't a midlife crisis? Oh boy, now I'm psychoanalyzing our relationship, aren't I? Shush. What are we doing bad in our 30s and the sexist (laughs) people? (laughs) 
<laughs> I love you. This is why our relationship's so great. People wonder why we end up. I end up put up with a shit because five minutes like this and we just giggle and laugh. <laughs> We're gonna get off of here and be like, "You're a fucker." <laughs> hey, old fucker. Hey, old fucker. <laughs> All right. By the way, go see Heisenberg and you'll get what we're talking about. Exactly. All right. So number one, settling for lazy sex. Um. Wait, do you want to read all ten, first of all? Okay. Uh, or do you want to do one by one? Go one by one. Okay. Settling for lazy sex. Um. So this is basically like, okay, you get into bed, you undress, you do it, and then you roll over and go to bed. I feel like sometimes this is acceptable. Just to be like, tag team this week, great, we had sex, we are not as old as we think we are, we don't have to skip it this week, and then like... Now I can go back, now now I can I go can back to sleep. and get some sleep, because I'm beat. But like, week. the next week, you're at that like, frisky, like, hey baby, kind of well, thing, I mean, you know also, what I mean? Also, I love how you're saying this week, it's like, it's like, you, people should be having sex more than once a week, I mean, we do. Uh, What? <laughs> No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Since when? Okay, maybe two or three times a week, but still. Yeah. We just disclosed how much sex we have. You but, can be jealous now, everybody. We also don't have children that live here with us. Correct. Um, but yeah, I mean, totally, that whole once a week, it's like, you're talking like once a week, I'm like, eh, you know what? Like, I'm just talking about settling for lazy sex. First of all, there's nothing wrong with lazy sex. Just don't make it a habit. Yes, don't make it a habit. Don't make it as like... And also, I don't think it's lazy between both partners. I think it's lazy between one partner where it's like... Are you saying the female? No. <laughs> there's totally been times where... Where you like, just laid on your back and like, let me do all the work. like, all right, babe. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh-huh. Oh, that was good. Awesome. Whew, I got more out of that than I thought I was going to. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I'm going to bed. And then he high-fived me and roll it. Yeah, I mean, and there's also, you know, most people think of lazy sex as a woman. Like, I don't really want to do this. I'm just pleasing him, blah, blah, blah. Because the movies are... By the way, on the side note there, I believe sex in your 30s should be hilarious. Yeah. So if you can't, like, slap each other on the ass at the end of it and be like, good job, buckaroo. Like, honestly, you shouldn't be having sex. Right? Because at this point... Maybe not something you should do on, like, a... We've discussed this before. In your 20s, sex is all like, hee-hee, and, like non-experimental and all like rigid and non-casual and all this other stuff and like but like in your 30s it becomes this like experimental joke like you have one partner but let's see how far you can make it and like the BDSM and all that other stuff so like so, does, that mean when we like, turn, does that mean when we turn 40 here shortly that we're like just gonna have, like live in a total house of sin and, like, just move into, okay, like... Okay, first of all, stop what you're saying right now, because we're already unmarried, living together, right, having right, sex. Right, right, right. So right. we're already in a house full of sin right, in right. the Christian eyes. Right, but are, are, but are we totally going to be into, like, having, like, the beginning of, like, uh, old school? Hello! <laughs> Can I help you? Yep, I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> what?! <laughs> no, because they took that section out of Craigslist, first of all. Second of all, no, because I'm not that type of girl. True story. Um, no, I, in our 40s, hopefully it'll be turning into lazy sex. No. Because I'll be too damn tired. Um, all right, so 
Number two is freaking out when you don't feel desired. This one I can honestly say yes to in this house. Because I know that you say two or three times a week, but if it goes like a whole week, if we hit day seven and I haven't had Nookie, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I'll do my hair. Oh, yeah, you And do. I'll perk up my boobies and I'll be like, baby, wink, wink. Yeah, she comes, yeah she comes and picks me up from work at two o'clock in the morning like she's going out to a club. Like, I'm like. Oh, and my favorite is when you get in the car and I pull the Joey Tribbiani line on you. How you doing? <laughs> and you just look at me and you're like, what the fuck? I'm like, hi, I just got done work after 12 hours of getting my ass handed to me. Can I just go have a beer and go to bed? And you're like, how you doing? I'm, like, uh, I'm not going to bed right away, am I? Nope. No, you're not. Um, so, yeah, freaking out when you don't feel desired. Yeah, I've been known to do that. You're not the only one. I've heard other friends of mine. Yeah. As well. I, I honestly, like, especially the women, because we start to feel like, Oh, God, he's not looking at me anymore. And in this world full of, like, the 20-somethings chasing the 30-somethings and cougars and all this other stuff, it kind of makes you just start to, like, worry. You know what I mean? Right. And I personally don't worry. And you're like... We're talking. And you're like, how can you not worry? I'm like, I don't worry. You know, and you're like... Do you think it's only a week and next week we'll be back to normal? I'm like, it's only a week. We both got crushed this weekend. Sorry, babe. Like, you know... You're like, I still love you. You're so beautiful. You still have a nice ass, but I'm tired. Yeah. All right. Not paying attention to your sex life once you have a baby. Okay. I had my babies in my 20s. So I don't know what this is like in my 30s. We have a cat. We can't speak on that one. I feel like the cat interrupts our sex life sometimes. Like, I get really paranoid when the cat is in the bedroom and we're about to have sex. Like... Can you go away? Go downstairs. I just go look eat. at her and I'm like, go up, come back in 45 minutes. And even then I'm like lofty with time. <laughs> That's if there's a delay of any reason. <laughs> like the Viagra didn't wear off. What? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ. I've only taken <laughs> Viagra for fun. All right. Number four. Taking sex too seriously. It, I said this. This is exactly it. In your 30s, you do not take sex seriously. uh, Yes and no. Okay, you take it seriously as in, like, don't get pregnant, don't sleep around so you give each other a disease. Like, that you take seriously. And you take seriously as in open conversation. Yeah, open conversation, what each other likes and dislikes. And we've talked about that before, about going to the toy store. But it is okay... If you high five your partner afterwards yeah, yeah, totally. and say that was fucking amazing, yeah, great high job. High five, good job. Now go make me a sandwich. Like that's a joke. Yeah, that's a joke. Actually, it's actually it's more like a man that gives me the high five. It's like that was awesome. Now we're gonna lay here and cuddle. While you're downstairs getting your drink, can you bring me up some water too? Yes. You know, I always make the joke too when it gets really risque, and I'm like, all right, I let you do the fun stuff. Now I want to hear some snuggle talk. Yeah. And so that's honestly me not taking it too seriously, that I let you do something, like, really crazy and risque, and I just want to hear, like, baby, I love you. You're so sweet and romantic. Like, I just want to hear some romance talk, so that I'm not feeling cheap and tawdry. Sometimes you like it. Feeling cheap and tawdry? Not really. Between you and me, yeah. Not always. It's not like I sold those videos online. What? You did what? (laughs) What? What? What's going on? 
<laughs> Is that why all of a sudden that check showed up? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I just cashed it. I didn't tell you about it. Nobody would pay to watch us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number five is not focusing on the clitoris. Um, I don't know about this. What do you mean you don't know about that? You're a female. You have one. I don't. <laughs> okay. Let me rephrase that. I know what the clitoris is. <laughs> I, um. I at least know where it's at. <laughs> so... <laughs> But the truth is 97% of women need some type of direct clitoral stimulation. Okay, so this is actually talking about other stimulation in addition to the sexual act. Okay. Um, which I don't understand how that's any different in your 20s and 40s because, quite frankly, men never know where the clitoris is. Like, they think it's some magical land that lives down there that, like, elves produced or something. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not in an actual physical spot in the body, like, that you can touch and make a girl go, ooh, and then they go, yay, and then you go, yes. Like, that's honestly the best way I could describe what happens when a clitoris action happens. But you can also say about this, of not focusing on the clitoris, you can also say not focusing on the nipples. So I just oh, read yeah. an article yesterday about things called, uh, there was a podcast, um, Sex with Emily yesterday, they talked about nipple gasms. Really? Yeah, which is just strictly, like, causing a person to climax by having a, um... By stimulating the nipples. That's good. I, I mean, definitely, uh, there's some women out there that don't like them to be toyed with. and Well, you don't like yours to be toyed with. For the most part, you're right, I don't. I'm also not a woman. <laughs> and I know there's someone out there that as soon as you like blow on them slightly, they get a stiff breeze in the wind, and you're like, oh gosh, you know. <laughs> They're like, they don't like that at all. <laughs> but I think it's the same thing for the clitoris. Like it just it 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 can't be ignored. Like you need to figure it out. And if you need to do that through masturbation, by all means. And in your thirties, you should be masturbating by now. No offense to anybody else because I'm sorry. All right, having an affair having an affair instead of renegotiating what monogamy means to you. Um So, this talks this gets a little risky because it talks about the fact that like your relationship is great but your sex isn't working, so letting your man have a hall pass basically. If you ever saw the movie Hall Pass. Or letting your, your wife or, yeah. or girlfriend having a Hall Pass. Opening up a marriage. Um, I'm not about this. Not at all. Even in your 30s. One partner. Well, that's it. Powering through painful sex. This is back to childbirth again. Like, um... But I guess in our 30s, we also don't... We also experience painful sex... For other reasons. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... They talk about your pelvic floor, which I know mine is different than everybody else's because I had a, a surgery done. But 
No, I did not have a surgery to, like, make my pelvic floor go back on purpose. But, um, I guess that was, like, the most painful sex I've had in my 30s was right after my surgery, probably. Then it took a little bit of discomfort to get used to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't have painful sex. Men's penises don't get anything, really. Um... Not prioritizing intimacy, even if it means scheduling sex. Okay, so this is exactly what we were talking about, too. Is that if you hit day seven and you haven't had sex, stop, look at each other, and say, tonight. And you throw the phones away, you go to bed at 1130, right after the news, and you make it happen. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um... Scheduling sex, I'm not for because I feel like there's a pressure there and then yeah, somebody's not working. Then somebody's not working. Yeah, we, Something is not going to work. Either the girl's not going to get wet because she's pressured or the man's not going to get hard. Plain and simple. Yeah, and and we've even <laughs> talked about, like, oh, it's going to be a fun night tonight and we're going to cook and we're going to have some wine and we're going to have some cheese. And, and then, like, an movie. hour into it, we're snoring and on the couch together. And an hour together. into it, it's like, oh, we just ate, like, a two-pound steak and... You know, sometimes you overdo it. Yeah, so honestly, I'm not, I'm not for scheduling sex at all. Let it happen, but also make sure it does happen. So, uh, not masturbating. Um, just because you're sexually active doesn't mean you should stop masturbating. Self-stimulation primes the body's arousal response. So this is kind of interesting because... Well, I'm off work tomorrow, so now I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I was just going to say, you probably haven't masturbated in years. I, I don't know about years, but it's, it's definitely not been years. It's been months, but... <laughs> See, from what I understand, it's been years for you. Really? Well, I don't know. You told me you haven't in a while. Yeah, a while. It's not years. So why did you? <laughs> see, you see, see. This is where this is where the the female psyche is like, "Am I not enough for you? Do I not make you happy that you have Do to touch yourself? Do I not make yourself? you randy, baby? Do I not make you happy that you have to touch yourself? Am I failing you? Really, really, right now?" <laughs> the look on her face is priceless because she's like, "I'm oh totally." Oh my god! Laughing. Right now. Um, well, because I'm also thinking, like, what were you bored on, like, a Tuesday afternoon? Or, like, really, like, what brought it on? You were bored on a Tuesday afternoon, weren't you? I don't know if it was a Tuesday, but it was some afternoon. <laughs> and you were just bored? Yeah. So you were like, I think I'll kill, like, ten minutes and yank one out? I'm like, yeah, you know, let's slip up on the computer, watch some porn, and hey, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh. I thought when you watched porn, it was just a study. Well, there's that. <laughs> and you took notes. There's a side effect. It's a study. Well, I always thought sometimes the side effect meant when I walked in the door, you attacked me and threw me on the floor. <laughs> that isn't always the case? <sighs> Moving on. Oh, now you get uncomfortable about the conversation. No, because now you get ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not being ridiculous. I'm being honest. So, not masturbating, and like you're saying, in your 30s, you should be masturbating. That goes for men and for women. 
Yeah, I'm not saying that. I don't deny that on a bored Friday night I'm not upstairs. There's that, because I'm at work till 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. That's true. There has been a few nights where I have and then gone to bed. I am an avid watcher of Sex in the City. I fully am a Samantha in my 30s. In my 20s, I was a Carrie. In my 30s, I'm a Samantha. So, as far as I'm concerned, if I was single, I'd probably be dangerous. Um, but I'm in a committed relationship, but I still enjoy to go upstairs, and I see nothing wrong with that. I don't either. It's a bizarre, bizarre thing. But and when I'm at work, it would be nice to get a little text message picture, image, with the little, like, thing that I have to, like, touch on, and it, like, sand dissolves out of it. So Next time you want a picture of me. <laughs> well, then next time you do it on a Tuesday afternoon, I want a picture of you. Yeah, so 1 a.m. in the morning when I'm at the bar and I'm at the register and I'm bringing the drink in, I'm like, oh, I have a text message. Oh, it's a naughty one. Like, <laughs> well, then I want one on a Tuesday afternoon. Sure. I'm sitting at my desk. All right, number 10 is hilarious. Okay, comparing your sex life to your close friend's sex life. Ah! <laughs> so... Our friends are all married with children, and they will be the first ones to be like, sex? What's that? Non-existent. So when we say we have sex like two or three times a week in front of them... They get all sad and... They get very, very irritated, like quickly. Then we have like two single guys in that group, and one of them just keeps his mouth shut because we know he gets laid more than anybody. And then we have the other one that's single because he's pretty close to being divorced. And I don't know that he's touched anything for a while. Uh, except himself. But anyway. I just, I, anyways, this was in um, HuffPost. And I just, I, it was a great article because we are in our 30s. And in our late 30s, we're about to cross over into the 40 box, like, diagram thingy. But I just thought it was hilarious, especially that number 10. Like, I, I'm serious. I have a lot of girlfriends that are either um, not at all, married not at all, or married and children not at all, or they're promiscuous. So I honestly... And I have a few friends that are my age who are just like us, two or three times a week, completely healthy relationship, love their spouse, like... No kids. The cat and the dog interrupt sex more than anything. So, yeah. Alright, so... That's it. Anything you want to add to the top ten list there about sex mistakes in your 30s? I have one that you should also do in your 30s is stretch before sex. <laughs> so I made this joke the other day because we, were watching, <laughs> we were watching Big Bang Theory. It was the first time that Wallowitz and Bernadette had sex. And she was like, excuse me, I'm going to the bathroom. And you see him get up and he starts to like stretch and he was like doing Do lunges. lunges. And like, like all this sort of stuff. And he was like, like pelvis thrusts and he was like basically stretching. And I made this joke because you do that too sometimes. Like, I can see when he's going to prime to have sex with me <laughs> because he'll stand up at the end of bed and he'll like roll his shoulders and like stretch out his neck. And then he'll like stretch out his back and you'll see him kind of like arches back a little bit and I'll be like stretching out and I'll be like 
are you stretching for a reason? And then I realized it is that he is so, getting so ready to have sex. So now you just said that every woman that listens to this that, that sees me behind the bar that I work at <laughs> And they see me, like, behind the bar, and I, like, lean against the counter, and I, like, stretch, and I go like this, and I go this way, and I go that way after I just rang something in or poured a couple drinks or whatnot. They're like, he's about to fuck something. (laughs) Okay, wait. No, I don't think that's going to happen at work. (laughs) This post sponsored by Blush. Um, No. (laughs) Um, I don't think that's going to happen at work. But I do think is that... That's the truth. Like, in your 30s, you need to stretch, and you need to, like, be well with your health. Okay, so seriously, something here, seriously, in all honesty, if you are a woman, watch what you eat, um, do yoga, and honestly, like, have a correct mindset, because if you're stressed, you're not going to enjoy the sex. If you do not know how to bend it, you're going to hurt your fucking self. And two, and lastly, it is true that your orgasm tastes like what you put in your mouth. So if you want your partner to enjoy oral stimulation. She just waved her hand over me. (laughs) If you want your partner to enjoy oral stimulation on either end, mind what's in your mouth. Literally. Eat some strawberries. Eat some blueberries. Eat some sweetness. Because then you know they're going to enjoy going down on you. Same thing for man. Because I will tell you what, if you're a heavy beer drinker or whiskey drinker, yeah, guess what your shit tastes like? Looks like a, it tastes like a goddamn barley field. Why are you eating my shit? Not your eating your sh- Well, not your <laughs> shit. Literally. I meant your orgasm. Yeah, it tastes like hops. A barley and, field. Hops and- Barley and wheat and bourbon. <laughs> yeah. It basically mm. tastes like a bar burned to the ground and then was with in my a little, house. W- with, a little bit, with a little bit of smoke and woodiness and some pipe tobacco. <laughs> and then you wonder why. You wonder why I always stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's always the truth. So, those three things. And the same goes for women or men. you got to, like, stretch. You're going to hurt yourself. Seriously, get your mind right. If you're you're a man and your anxiety is everywhere else or you're focused on that that deal you have to close at work and shit, you're not going to be focused on the one thing, which is your shit and her. Your junk and her. So, and third, watch what you eat. I'm not even kidding you that, like... Ladies, it's not only them going down on you and having your spunk or whatever. It is literally the taste of your skin. It is in your mouth. It is everything. So you really have to be cautious about that in your 30s more than before. Um, and I'm all serious about, like, the stretching and shit. You were oh, laughing, yeah, no, 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 but it was no, no, no. completely the, the truth. The stretching is serious. And also, gentlemen, do yourself a favor. Find yourself a thick curvy rod because they can bend a lot better oh, than those stop. skinny little rails. Oh, stop. That's not true. It is. Those skinny girls can do better yoga than me. Oh, what else? <laughs> I can do really good yoga, but I can't do it as good as other girls. Um, but honestly, like, that's my last piece of advice for sex in your 30s is, is yeah, 
you need to have some uh, exercise going on there or some mindset right. Take care of yourself. Yes. Drink plenty of water, too. Water? That should, like, yeah, it could come out like sawdust. Like, <laughs> like you orgasm and it just evaporates. Not even evaporates, but it's just like dust. All right, folks. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to leave y'all in the dust. Oh, now you're going to close this We're going to leave y'all in the dust. And we're going to get ready to go to enjoy our Easter weekend where um, Amanda's actually off for three days and Steve has to work for three days. No, I cut so, it down to two. I'm oh, you cut it back down to, to two. On uh, she cut it down to two. I get off on Tuesday now, so oh, I'm going to get back go. to work there for you one go. day. So, uh, but yeah, so... Uh, you folks enjoy your Easter weekend. Uh, hopefully, you already made your reservations for Easter brunch and all that fun stuff. Enjoy your family and friends. Uh, the few events that we listed, get out to them if you can. Um, go check out BRGR. Go check out Mindful Brewing. They're awesome. And then um, definitely, if Scott over at East End has any of the gratitude left, I highly suggest it. After drinking this one tonight during the show. I enjoyed it muchly. And, um, muchly? Yeah, I did. Immensely. Sorry, immensely. I muchly. enjoyed it immensely and muchly. Um, and I'm going to have to hit Scott up for another bottle of that so I can throw it in the basement. So, <laughs> thank you all very much. Enjoy your weekends. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at BoldPGH on Twitter, BoldPittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.